0: I've been sharing with you some of the, the treasures that have been given to me through the years as I met the Lord, that my mother-in-law gave me this little book called Thought Conditioners, put out by the uh, um, guidepost organization many years ago, fifty years over fifty years ago, for instance. And I was discovering the promises of God in this little book, and it was really um, it really set me with It was a twenty eight year old girl with three children at home taking care of them, my husband worked and just reading these and seeing, they gave me such hope that things could be different in my life. And my life really wasn't all that bad. It's just dealing with everyday, day, day in, day out life that would get me down. And uh, I didn't have any major bad things happening, but I still needed Jesus, you know? And so when when she gave me this book, it started showing me the promises that God has for us, and I had never heard these things. I had never invited Jesus. Well, I I take that back. I had invited the Lord into my life when I was a a late teenager, but um, I I didn't really have any training or any teaching or anything like that. And so you can have a a heart for God and not have any knowledge of God. And then the knowledge of God is where you get hold of the promises of God and learn how to believe God for those promises. So when she gave me this little book It just set me on fire and uh, the you know the things which are impossible with men are possible with God that got me to thinking and I I thought wow that's a big statement you know and then the next one peace I leave with you my peace I give unto you excuse me not as the world gives give I to you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid and the the, that reminded me of a scripture uh, just recently that I've noticed in John 16 33, that says, um, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And when I, of course, as I grew in the Lord, I started doing deeper studies in the Word of God. I was always hooked, if you will, in my jaw by the word power. And the Word of God, I had such a uh, insatiable hunger for it uh, that uh, I just couldn't put it down. I was just reading it all the time. In fact, I would feel guilty for spending so much time in the Bible. And the, and the Lord told me that's the most powerful thing you can do is to spend more time in the Word of God. So um, as I got into deeper studies, this, this, this verse in John sixteen thirty three these things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace see over here in John 14 27 he says peace I leave with you my peace I give unto you and as you grow in the Lord you find out that peace your feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace and in studying you find out that those shoes in the Roman uh, armor that they wear the shoes that are called peace have spikes in them like this so when you're in peace you are well planted and you're harder to blow around by the wind you, you're established better in your peace so Jesus left his peace with us my peace I give unto you as the world not as the world give it give I unto you let not your heart be troubled so obviously we have an ability to not let our hearts be troubled we just don't know it you know I heard a man say this one time years ago The devil's talked you out of it all this time. Talk yourself back into it. And that's what we've been talking about, the power in our words, the power of words, and how, uh, well, we'll get into it in the next couple of uh, times. But that our words, if we speak the word of God, it's life and it overcomes and, and superimposes over the situation that we're dealing with and brings it into righteousness. So speaking the word of God is the most powerful thing we can do. It's the release of the power of heaven, the power of God. It's the release of the dunamis, all the powers of God that raised Jesus from the dead. Speaking his word is what releases resurrection power. And and that's what I was discovering. I didn't know all that when I was 28 years old reading these little book, but that's what I was discovering. And as we're talking about peace here, I remember one day I was... um, kind of worrying over something and um thinking about it and kind of worrying over it and and not knowing what to do with it and and that's why it's so wonderful to know the lord and to have him as your partner in life because the holy spirit is there his entire intense nature is to see that you and i make it you have someone that's got your back you have got a partner in life that's got your back jesus said i'm not going to leave you as an orphan But but I will um, lead the Holy Spirit to counsel you and to to confirm you and to fight for you and to stand with you. I'll leave him there with you. And so um, that day I was kind of wrestling with something and I said, I didn't know what to do. And the Lord said to me right here in this, um, in this chapter of 14, do not let your heart be troubled, afraid or cowardly, believe confidently in God And trusted him have faith and hold on to it and rely on it believe also in me and then he said in my father's house are many dwelling places if it were not so I would have told you because I am going there to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come back again and will take you to myself so that where I am you may be also so that day I'm wrestling with this situation I don't even remember now what it was but uh, I remember at asking him how to deal with this and what to do and he said in my father's house there are many rooms many mansions but he used the term rooms and he said go into another room and i said what he said go into another room and he said in my father's house there are many mansions or many rooms go into another room and it was kind of like saying do your part here bind the devil plead the blood of jesus over the situation speak the word of god that the holy ghost gives you and leave it there and you go into a room of peace go into another room take your mind off of it because you know i've discovered that as long as it's in our mind it's ours and i learned that years back but i won't go into that but as long as it's in my mind it's there's a scripture in uh, psalm 50 that says the cattle on a thousand hills are mine the lord is speaking this the cattle on a thousand hills are mine and literally off to the side it says in my mind and he was letting me know as long as it's in my mind it's mine so we're worrying over something and thinking over it all the time and not settling it we need to make a decision about it put it under the blood, bind the devil, speak the word of of creativity over it or the word of life over it, and leave it in that room and you go into the next room and be at peace and rejoice and be happy. Remember we we just said last time that I will praise Him with my whole heart? I'll tell you, we need to learn how to to live like God lives. This is the way he lives. How do you think he's made it through eons and eons and eons ages and ages and ages and not given up the ghost because it's it's he sees all the darkness over and over and over again but you know what he removes himself in a sense he doesn't own it. We we don't have to own this. This is not ours. This darkness is not ours. Ours is the light and the joy and the refreshing He told us originally be fruitful multiply and refresh replenish the earth subdue it and take dominion Uh, I'm looking for the day when we as a church learn how to subdue and take dominion and I'll leave you with this point in the book of Esther in chapter 5 she comes in before the king now she's dealing with him on the banquets and Haman And uh, Haman wants all the Jews to be killed. And she goes in before the king. She puts on her royal robes. The devil would like to convince you and I that it's disrespectful to put a demand on the covenant with God. But I'm here to tell you that God loves it when we put a demand on the covenant, because that shows him that the price he paid through Christ on the cross is, is paying off we're getting the we're getting the picture we're getting hold of the truth and he he loves it he did it so we could have victory and when we exercise our authority and show forth the victory it thrills him it gives him good pleasure to see us prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers so just don't let go of your peace Jesus has given us a peace the devil's here to take it away from us and we don't have to let him have it amen this remember the peace uh, uh, you might have peace depending on what you do about it if you just let it go then you're not going to have peace Jesus said you will have tribulation but I have I have overcome that the world you might have peace you will have tribulation I have overcome the world might is what includes me it's the potential Uh, there's the the potential and the possibility for me to have peace. Why? Because Jesus gave it to me. He left me peace and I'm not going to let it go. How about you? Let's just make a decision. Whatever you're dealing with right now, make a decision that I am not going to give up my peace for this, for anything. I'm not giving up my peace in Jesus name. It's a gift from God. It's part of the fruit of the spirit that's in me. And I refuse to give it up in the name of Jesus and you declare and decree that over what your life today okay god bless you i'll see you next time